welcome back. Episode 45, CrossFit Harrow Podcast. What a day. Um, I hope you, I mean, you can probably tell the excitement in my voice. We are getting very, very close to the announcement from Mr. B. Johnson, our Prime Minister. He is announcing the exit strategy for this long and outdated method of combating a virus. Um, so hopefully Monday will bring a lot of positive news um, and it will give you all a chance to reset. Now, I don't know how many times we want to reset. We've had plenty of times to reset over this last nine months. Essentially, you know, a lot of businesses shut for nine months. A lot of people having an opportunity to kind of reset and find out what they really want to do, learning a lot of new skills, uh, learn a lot about themselves in this period of time. So hopefully, I mean, well, hopefully you can reset and this will be your last chance, uh, last time, let's say, not last chance, last time to reset, where you figured everything out. Um, and it doesn't have to be perfection. We often say we, we're looking for progress, not perfection. You don't have to have everything to a T, but no more resetting. We've had enough time to reset. Fucking any more time we reset, we'll, we'll have no existence. Now, I want to talk today about how to go about or think about creating an effective fitness plan. Now, this could open a can of worms and I'm going to say things that I'm probably going to not articulate very well and kind of maybe uh, blow up people's backs, but there'll always be an opinion and I'll tell you straight all the time. Um, how do you create an effective fitness plan? Now, the reality is there's a lot of people that will claim and a lot of theory, not theories, methods that are actually very effective. There are a lot of people that make shit up um, and have also become quite effective uh, for the argument that someone has stuck to it and that's why. Now, I'll give you an example of that. Herbal life, okay? Um, not even sure if I'm allowed to talk about it on the podcast, but... There we go. Um, now, with with Herbal Life, my understanding is that you sign up um, to book. I don't know what the actual names of thing of it's called, like the real names. But anyway, you can start selling as distribution. You can start selling these products to help people weight loss. But then you can also start running some boot camps and you can rent out a shop. Now, that's, there's actually a very interesting um, documentary about this on Netflix, actually, which actually states what they do. Now, you don't have to have qualifications, uh, fitness qualification, to run these workshops. Now, they might have changed that since that Netflix um, scenario. However, effective... Okay. Do you know why it's effective? Because people are fucking stuck to it. Because they're fucking lazy and don't want to get up and exercise and don't want to work out. Um, so they start drinking this shit, right? You used to having 45 million calories a day. I'm gonna have I'm gonna have 10 calories a day because I'm gonna have this shake. But seriously, realistically, four five hundred calories in a shake. I'm gonna have that like three times. So I'm gonna have 1500 calories in my day. I'm used to having like 2000. Let's say argument say naturally I'm dropping 500 a day. So I'm gonna lose weight. Math, maths, simple. Now, the person taking that on the receiving end, how, why is that effective? I know this is not a fitness plan, but this is along those lines. Okay, I'll just give you a, a, an, an example. 
Why is that effective? Well, because that person is stuck to it. Because mathematically, they're, they're, they're consuming less calories, okay? They've fully invested mentally and bought into this product. And because they've stuck to it, they're starting to see results. Now, are they the right results? Absolutely not. I will disagree and will continue and always disagree until my last breath, okay? They're not the, they are not the right results, okay? That they should be receiving. But they've received results from them because they have stuck to it. Because for periods of time, for a three-month period of time, they have done it. Why do people find it so hard to do that for fitness? Why do we buy a product and think, right, this is going to change my life, but you don't want to put the work in to do that? I just don't get it. I don't get it. Now, an effective fitness plan is the one that you stick to. No matter whether you do fucking Zumba, F45, you do CrossFit, you do Courtney Black or whatever her name is, or Joe Wicks, it's effective because you stick to it. Now, he might dance around like a superhero in, on TV, okay, but you've bought, maybe not you listening, but people have bought into his personality. They've bought into what he does. And because they've turned up every day through lockdown one or two, I can't remember which one it was, at 10 a.m. to do his workouts, they've stuck to it. So there's no magic pill. Actually, guess what? There is consistency. That's why you've achieved what you wanted to achieve. Granted, as I go before, and this is what I said, I'm going to you know, annoy people with certain things I said, get out of people's backs. Not every method is correct, but with consistency, you'll get some form of result of whatever it is that you want to do, okay? Now, your fitness, an effective fitness plan has to be realistic, 100%, okay? Has to be realistic. And that's why there's a lot of things out there that I personally feel that are very unrealistic, okay? I don't know how deep I should go into this. I'm not really sure. But... You figure out what your expectations are of your fitness plan. Like, how many days a week do you want to train? How often do you want to train, like, duration-wise? Um, and then how prepared are you to make the changes that you need to do? One thing that we always ask people through the, that come through the door to come and be part of the community at CrossFit Harrow is how serious are you about achieving what you've just told me? Give me a number. One is shit. I'm not interested. I'm not very serious. Ten is I'm all in. I'm going... A million pounds on it. Okay, I'm fully invested. Now you get those people that say 10, they are generally the ones that will, with the right, let's say supervision, because they need to be nurtured still, will generally achieve what they want because it's consistent, because it's consistency. Those that come in with a one, twos, anything below five, anything really below seven is, for me, I think, you know, you like, you like to talk about being fit, but you're not really wanting to be fit. You like the thought of it because you like what someone else looks like. You just don't like what you look like and that's why you've come in to have the conversation. You're serious about making fitness, uh, you're serious about making a change, but you're not that, that serious that you're not prepared to do something about it today. Now, you're, you'll find that um, you need a definitely to have a, a, a mixture between whatever it is that you do, but you need a mixture of training. There is not one thing um, in this world that is purely just good for you, okay? As in, we're just talking training here. So, you know, it's not just gonna be that you do 
one method of training. You do need to incorporate strength training. You do need to incorporate cardio-based training. You need to do short distance, long distance, high intervals, uh, sorry, um, uh, uh, long intervals, short intervals, high intensity, low intensity. You need to run, swim, bike. And this is, for me, why I think CrossFit defines fitness. That's another story. Yes, I said it. But I can talk about something else apart from CrossFit. Just saying. Just saying. Okay? Um, you know, you think, think of, like, when you began to drive, right? You learned how to drive, but you stuck with it. You stuck with it for maybe three, six, nine months. Some people take like six years to learn how to drive. The thing is, you accomplished it over a period of time. You didn't just get into a car one day and go, oh, yeah, figured it out. I'm exactly, I've got my license. I know exactly what I want to do. Same thing. You don't walk into a gym or do one workout in that day and go, yeah, boom, achieve fitness. Yeah, completed it, mate. Done. Doesn't work like that. Okay. An effective fitness plan needs to be realistic for you. It needs to be over a duration, a period of duration of time. It is something that you need to stick to. It needs to involve different methods of training. Okay. But one thing I want you to consider is also the amount of recovery that you have. Now, we have this mindset that you have to go to the gym like or train every fucking day to change your body. Okay. You don't. Your body can only adapt to the training stimulus that you give it whilst it's resting, whilst it's sleeping, whilst it's recovering. Your body isn't adapting or making the physiological change, physiological, physiological, there we go, changes happening. They're not happening there and then. They happen after. That's why when you do, (laughs) when you uh, do a sit up, you don't get your six pack straight away. You get that from a combination of a very good, neat diet towards your body goals and the training that you're doing. Okay. Notice us, you know, I didn't say that sit-ups give you six-packs, just highlighting that. Okay. We don't believe in that. That doesn't work. Okay. Figure out how often you want to train. Figure out what time frame you've got. That's how effective your fitness plan can be. You're identifying what barriers you might have to your training. What might stop you from preventing your goal? Okay, that's one thing. That's effective. That's very effective because people don't understand that. They don't think about it. They're like, yeah, you, you, you start watching something on Netflix or you see some guy or girl in proper shape. You're like, oh, I want to look like that. You know, that's me. I'm going to do that tomorrow. Have all these dreams, all these aspirations. Yeah, tomorrow morning I'm going to wake up. Seven o'clock, I'm going to get out for my run. Nine o'clock, your alarm goes off. You're like, fuck, I'll start again tomorrow. And then just a repeat cycle. Eliminate those barriers that can go wrong. Like, be realistic, you know. And if you feel like, look, I'm going to put my hands up. I've got, I've got a couple of big events coming up. You know, I know that socially it's, 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 it's going to be quite tough. I'm not prepared to make those sacrifices. Then that's cool. Just tick over until then. They're your expectations yourself. Don't, you know, and don't let the expectation of others. You know, I've often said in the past, like, you know, we're all adults. You should be able to make decisions. You know, if you've got a social event, you can't say like, yes, that still stands. However, they're my expectations or they're pe- maybe other people's expectations of how we think people should make changes to their fitness. But ultimately, have your own expectations. You are you. You need to do the things that are relevant to you. You need to make those changes that are going to help you. You need to be around the people that are going to support you. An effective fitness plan also needs to come from an experienced 
person or someone who has run that race or someone who has done this previously. I've often said this in my podcast before. Going up, going on to workouts online and typing in, you know, high hip burner, hard CrossFit workouts, long CrossFit, whatever, they're not good. Yeah. Once every now and again, you might find you're going to do a longer session or you do a very high rep volume session. But that's about it. I, I, to this day, I still know a selection of people that think that they will accomplish more by making their own stuff up, not trusting things from around them and get the results they want. Now, I'm just going to shrug my shoulders at that one because I don't care that much, okay? But it happens all around us, all right? I'm not saying that it can't happen, but it definitely, it, it, it can, but it's, there's no longevity in it, okay? Um, an effective fitness plan generally will come from someone who has dedicated their lives to trying to help other people, okay? It's not something that people just do as a hobby, you know, growing up, right? A hobby would be someone who has got a career and does it on the side because they enjoy it. That's a hobby. A career from someone would be someone that may or may not have gone to university. You don't need to do that, okay? But have studied it to a certain degree and have experience with people, different body shape types, different um, uh, values that each person has because it will tell them how they adapt themselves to training or the changes they're, they're allowed to make, the way that people think, the way that people train, different movement patterns, Movement patterns will tell a lot about how someone can excel. It's like, oh, you know, I want to squat like that. It's like, yeah, but you can't squat like that because you don't have the right movement pattern. And that's why what you're doing on your, on your fitness plan isn't effective. But unfortunately, we live in a world where we all want to run that race. We all want to go to the finish line without running the race. Where, you know, you want to squat like that, but you don't want to learn how to squat properly. Fucking beyond me is absolutely beyond me. Don't get it. When, are we, when can we change this? Like, really? When can we change this? Now, I can only, and the team, can only influence the people that we have through the doors and listen to us. But around the world, blows my mind. I often see it on social media, you know, you see reels come up, you see things come up, and you're like, fucking, how does this still exist? How is that even possible okay your effective fitness plan it doesn't matter what you do you just need to stick to it is the very very simple basic thing that i'm gonna say i do there is an element of me that does disagree you know and i've said that openly that there is levels to this you know but entry level just stick to something if that's you walking do it if that is you climbing a mountain do it. If that is you attending CrossFit sessions four times a week, do it. If that's you cycling with your friends, do it. Very effective at entry level. Just do what makes you happy that you can stick to. Okay? Then start looking at intensities of things. Okay? And, thing, and variables that you can change. Can you change the time that you go to sleep? Because that will have an impact on your fitness plan, on your result. Can you change the food that you take in? Probably. Can you change and limit the amount of alcohol that you consume? Can you change the amount of cigarettes that you smoke? A lot of these things that people can change. OK, 
Okay, these are realistic things to you. Find out what you can do and stop looking at things that you can't do. I can't do 100 push-ups. I'm not asking you to do 100 push-ups. I'm asking you to do the things that you can do. Can. Because this level of thinking will get you to take actionable steps and it just becomes, you start to, I wouldn't even say figure things out for yourself, but that's ultimately what I want to get at. You start to find that along the way of doing the things that you can put you in a very different state of mind to when you tell yourself that you can't do something. Okay. Now an effective fitness plan, you may fail on your fitness plan along the way and that's absolutely fine. That is effective to some degree, depends on what part failure. And I'll give you an example. Okay, some of you going, what the fuck are you talking about, Renzo? I'll give you an example. Kay's coach at the box, outstanding attitude towards everything in life. Okay, especially training. Now, he has got some goals. They're not for me to discuss. Um, but if you follow him on socials, you see some of the stuff that he puts up, he'll openly talk about them there. He has goals that he wants to uh, accomplish in training. And his training is effective. It's periodized. He will be smart about his training. Okay, he'll ask for help, he'll ask for advice, he'll make necessary change that he needs to, to do. But along the way, he will fail. He will have tests within that, okay? He will find out where he's at, let's say into a 12-week period, he'll find out where he is at like week six, okay? He might test something, uh, it might not be week six, this is me just talking out loud. It could be week nine that he wants to find something out. But from there, he'll, he'll do a test, whether it be a workout, a strength piece or something, he'll figure out where he is. And then from that point, he'll make the necessary changes he needs to do to get to what he, the aim, the start of his journey, what his aim was for the start of that journey. So let's say he does it in week nine, he now then has four weeks to make the necessary changes to get him to the point of where he wants to be. So failure along that journey is okay. But a not very effective fitness plan, I think, is just ticking boxes all the time. Okay, again, might cause some controversy, but as I said, I do like a little bit of controversy. Ticking boxes to say, you know, you run your 5K in 30 minutes, the week before you ran it in 32, uh, you're two minutes quicker, and you get like, it's not always going to happen like that. You know, you can't always improve on something week by week, but what you can do is change certain things, again, variables, to make you approach things in different ways and do different things to help your outcome. I hope that makes sense. Now, point, effective fitness plan. Stop making workouts up. Stop following some dickhead online that has no idea, that jumps around and does, you know, literally doesn't care about you. You, you have to look at the things where people care about you, okay? They want to see you succeed. They want to clap for you. They want you to improve, okay? Being told that, you know, oh, I don't think you got the depth on that one or I think you should go lighter, is not you falling off your fitness plan. It's trying to make you more effective on your fitness plan or on your journey or whatever you want to call it. But we all have this thing, oh, when I was like 25, 22, 19, I was so fit. Yeah, because you were at a different stage of your life, you was able, one, one, you was in a different mindset, and two, you was in a different stage of your life, you were able to do those things, whether it's through flexibility of your body, or flexibility of time, or your attitude towards training, but things are different. And I told you a couple of weeks ago, find out where fitness is in your priorities, and that will tell you exactly 
the answer. Okay, because if your fitness has pecked down the order a couple of, has come down the order a few pecks, then I don't even know if that's a word. I just kind of made that up, um, or saying then you know that you have no, I you have no, um, what's the word? You have no right to compare yourself to where you were. Okay, we're talking about right now. What are you going to do, and how are you making it very effective? Now, if some of you come out of lockdown and go. Oh, I've put on so much weight. I feel so lethargic. Well, I'm sorry. I am sorry. You had a choice. You had a choice to do something. Invest in your fitness through the, through the time of year where you've got the most amount of time. Okay, now there'll obviously be people that help you. We'll help you. We will. But you have to understand there's a bigger picture to this. It's not just turning up. There's something in your head that needs to be changed. Something in your head needs to be changed. Flip needs to switch and there's a mental attitude towards training and in terms of where you prioritize things. Now, it's okay not to be number one, have fitness at the top of your list. That's cool. I'm cool with that because it's not the top of my list anymore. I'm quite open about that. But in order for you to have an effective fitness plan, that attitude towards training needs to change because otherwise it will never be effective. You're always going to chase something that you can't have because you're not prepared to work for it. And that's the reality. That's actually the reality that we live in. We all want something that we're not prepared to work for. How do you think these people, okay, in great shape, got there? Oh, have you ever thought about that? It's not as easy as just turn up to gym. Do you know, like I've done it for 15 years. Just turn up to gym on the days that you don't feel like training. Pump out a session, whether it's bodybuilding, CrossFit, Pilates, yoga, what, hit fucking f24 r20 whatever it's called you you it's hard it's not just turning up there's a whole attitude that surrounds it look at the guys who compete at the highest level okay i'll use crossfit as an example um fraser Fronin. like their careers are short like we're talking like five six years careers like at really really high level at this as in competition level through CrossFit because it's so mentally draining but it's also physically draining you can't perform like that the whole time and also people that have great shape the phrases the thrown-ins excuse me Usain Bolt people like you know whoever rugby players whatever they haven't just got there you haven't just turned on your TV or watched them in real life and gone fuck he's in great shape and he's just done that overnight that's taken the best part of 10 to 15 years to build, if not 20. Some of these boys and some of these girls have been international and national champions from the age of like 11. Whether it be, uh, I don't know, fencing, gymnastics, skiing, dance, what, like whatever. They, they have, it's not just built overnight. And along that journey, they found out really good things of how effective training or what they need to do to be effective at training. You know, a couple of changes here and there, variables in terms of sleep, variables in terms of food, quantity and quality will make a massive difference. Now, I have gone off on a bit of a tangent, but I want you to consider those things that we spoke about and make an effective fitness plan. There is no harm in asking for help. I ask for help. Every coach asks for help. 
And if they don't ask for help, then you question that they're willing to improve. Remember I said, coaches often don't get coached. So it is so good when coaches ask for feedback. How was that? Did that look good? When we were in the gym and we're training, we're always filming each other, coaching each other, giving a few each other cues. And that's how you get better. And that's how we become more effective in our own training. Because if we're doing something wrong and there's no one there to coach us, how are we going to make it effective? We're going to be doing the wrong things. And this is where, you know, you could question things being effective. Yes, although you're sticking to it, but you're effective, effectively just doing things wrong just for the sake of ticking boxes to say that you've been training. So always be open to being coached and trained and helped. There's people out there that are dying to help you, literally. Think about the analogy about the car. When you learned how to drive, you didn't just walk into the car and your driving shot said, well done, mate, here's your license. You learned, you stayed with it, you made mistakes, you stalled. You put the wrong indicator on the wrong side. You didn't look in your mirrors. Same thing in, in fitness, along your fitness journey. And I'm building that effective fitness plan. Ask for help, stay safe. I hope we're back to business in a couple of weeks. And if you ever need any help, you ever want to discuss something, reach out. If it's not us, reach out to someone. 